everybody. I'm Michaela, your host of the Picked Podcast. Thanks for joining us today for our 10th episode. Today's another solo episode. It's pretty busy with the holidays, and I didn't want to bug too many small business owners as they are packaging orders and trying to get everything shipped out and sent out for the holidays. So this week is our is my last like week doing episodes for a little while. I want to take a break during the holidays. I've been filming podcast episodes every week for the last 10 weeks, and it's quite the time commitment. It takes anywhere between six and eight hours to produce an episode, um, sometimes more if I have a guest on. And so it's a lot. It's been a big time commitment and chunk out of my weeks um, to get these episodes up and to try to make them quality or somewhat interesting. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed them if you're a steady listener at this point. But yeah, so I plan to take a couple weeks off. I haven't decided how much time I want to take off. My my thought is like maybe in the new year I'll start again, but I'm not sure honestly like if I'll if I'll have a guest lined up in the next couple of weeks to be able to get some interviews going and whatnot because Christmas is so busy. So I don't know. If you guys enjoy this podcast and you want to hear more from me or from other people, go leave some ratings and reviews and let me know because this is kind of a good evaluation point for me. I've been doing it for 10 weeks and like I said, that's been quite the commitment. Um, and so I want to see that like it's worth it. I know that I definitely enjoy it, but I am not sure like if I should put as much work into the consistency of trying to have one episode up every week or if I should do a little bit less frequent. Thanks so much to the people that have been listening. I, I've been excited to see like the the amount of downloads each week and, and just overall. Um, it's crazy to think like when I see the total downloads, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> if I was talking to like a room of that many people, I wouldn't, I would probably be like way too stage fright. So it's kind of cool that I'm able to share thoughts on different topics and reach an audience without having to necessarily be face to face with people or feel that same amount of pressure that you do when you're speaking live. Because I do really enjoy, like I said, sharing thought provoking topics and, and I really enjoy like interviewing people and and sharing knowledge so so yeah it's just been cool it's a it's a format that really works well for me and lends well to my sometimes shy nature but but yeah it's like I said just been a good experience overall if you haven't caught all of our episodes now the next couple weeks is a good time to catch up go back to episodes that you've missed it's also a good time to pass them along to people and share them with your friends and family you'll probably be around well maybe not because COVID but you'll probably be talking to friends and family more this holiday season so if there's an episode that sticks out to you, make sure to share it. That's how the podcast grows and how um, over time, one of my goals is to monetize the podcast. And part of one of my goals is to look into how to monetize it during this break of not having to produce a weekly episode. So the more people that listen and the more people that are able to, to rate and to subscribe, whatever, just basically like the more numbers that you're able to get with an audience, then the more you're able to make when you monetize it. And so if if you do enjoy listening, it's an easy way to support just by sharing. You don't have to donate money or anything like that. I'm definitely not asking for that right now. But but yeah, just sharing it and getting word out helps kind of build that audience and allow those numbers to prove like, oh no, like this is worth it to advertise on here or whatever. So anyways, like I said, thanks so much if you have listened so far. I'm excited for this episode today. It's going to be kind of a fun recap, but also I think good as we get ready for the new year. 
I think this episode will be kind of fun because I'm going to recap some of my favorite parts and highlights of this like season one um, of the podcast and just kind of talk about my favorite parts of the different episodes. And if there's something that kind of catches your attention, then you'll know what episode to go back to and listen to to get more information about whatever the topic was. And then at the end, I want to talk about some techniques my therapist gave me when it comes to setting goals and values and understanding yourself um, and knowing like if you understand yourself better, you're able to improve your relationships with others and so and just like be more fulfilled in your life. And so the homework, they're called homework or that's what her and I call them. But the homework that she would give me really helped me to enable myself and empower myself to be able to take those things and those lessons and like apply it to different areas of my life and to evaluate myself when I am goal setting. So, and then I also want to share a couple of my favorite quotes that to just leave you on like a positive motivational ending before you go into this busy season and and whatnot. So yeah, we'll kind of start with the episode recap. So episode one, Jairus and I, my Jairus is my husband, we did an episode together and it was super fun to just have questions about marriage that my Instagram followers sent in and just things that they that just funny things about our marriage that come up and that's our most listened to episode so episode one's the most popular episode people I don't know if they just think that we are funny or if, if we were just being mean to each other or if it's just fun to hear like how another married couple kind of acts about stuff but we I think are pretty relatable Jairus and I we have a good relationship. We we goof around a lot together, but we also like sometimes things don't come easy for us. And so we definitely feel like we have to work at stuff. And so it's funny kind of to hear us work through or give our advice about how we work through different things. But yeah, it was really fun. After that episode, I just, even if no one had listened to it, for me, it was really sweet to like have this copy of us having like a conversation and just going back and forth and I don't know. And it was also funny because Jairus is pretty introverted. And so he's pretty quiet, like around my family. And they, I mean, over the years, they like have gotten to know him better. But it was funny after episode one, all these people in my family were messaging me and they're like, I didn't realize Jairus was so well-spoken and like so articulate and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's like, that's why I married him because we had really good conversations together. And and they were just kind of laughing because he definitely is more shy around big groups of people and just family and whatnot. So it was kind of fun because they were able to like get to know him a little bit better by listening to that episode. But anyways, love that episode. Like I said, it's most popular. So it's just a fun listen. Episode two is with my friend Kaylin. She is a photographer here in Utah and she has some great advice about growing your your audience and your following and starting your business and just tips about how you can be successful when you're running a creative business. Kaylin has a decent following on Instagram and she, her and I have been friends for a couple of years, couple of years and we've worked together a lot on styled shoots and different like client stuff. And so it was just cool to hear her advice on, on kind of how to approach some of that stuff. And then episode three is with my friend, Emily. She is a good friend from childhood and high school and she shared her experiences about eating disorders and kind of her journey with her eating disorder. And um, we just talked a lot about how your body changes over time and how you can build confidence through the highs and lows of your body changing and 
And we also read responses about body image that you guys sent in and and kind of like just shared what people, how they feel about their bodies. That episode is also one of my most popular just listen to episodes. I think a lot of people really relate to what Emily shared. And I think a lot of people also related to what I might have shared. And so that one's definitely a good listen. And I think good as well as you listen to, or I mean, as you set holiday goals and intentions with 2021 coming up. Episode four is reading the spooky Halloween scary stories you guys sent in um, around Halloween. Yeah. Spooky stories one is just fun because it's like all my followers wrote in these scary things that have happened to them and like ghost stories, murder stories, like all these weird things. And so it's just kind of, it kind of gives you like the true crime vibe. And I know a lot of people love true crime stuff. So that one's super fun. On episode five, my friend Kaylin was back on. So it's the same Kaylin from the photography business episode. And her and I talked about friendship and just how when you're an adult, it can be kind of hard to make friends. And we're both from out of state. And so just like in Utah, it can be really hard to make friends. And I've seen so many girls on TikTok that are, they're younger than me, but they're like, I feel like they're in college or whatever. And they post, they're like, I have no friends and I don't know anyone. And I've tried to make friends and people here, they make it so hard. So anyways, Kaylin and I kind of talk about that a little bit and just how you can approach friendships and also how friendships change. And we talk about conflict that we've had in our friendship and how we solved it. And it's kind of funny. So that one's a good one. Episode six is with the authors of a new book, widowed and moving forward with justin and jen eller the book title is actually longer than that but you can go get information about where to purchase their book on the show notes on that episode that episode's awesome it talks about grief and mental health blended families losing a spouse so being widowed and one of my favorite things that justin said in that episode was that his i think it was his stepdaughter said that grief takes time and trauma takes work And they just have a really amazing story and unique experience of both of their spouses passing away. They both had, um, they were both in their early 40s, I want to say. And so they were in the middle of their family kind of life cycle and their kids were all younger to teenage years. And so, yeah, they just talk about the trauma that came from losing their spouses and their kids losing their parents and and then also the challenges that came from blending families and and then Justin's struggles with mental health and um, and then Jen's former husband's struggles with mental health, which he died by suicide. So she, she understands a lot about the challenges um, that come with all of that and what it's like to be in that dynamic in a marriage. And so that's a really great episode. And they, like I said, they have a book that just came out, which could be a great gift for people that might be in this in a similar circumstance for the holiday season. Um, I think it could bring comfort to a lot of people. So that's a great one to listen to or to recommend to friends that are in that situation or family. Episode seven is a finance 101 lesson for Gen Z or millennials. I feel like if you're older than that, you'll probably kind of already know about finances, but basically it's really geared towards younger generations and kind of just as you're adulting, how do you even get your foot in the door when it comes to managing your finances and being smart about it? And so Rachel has managed multi-million dollar deals and budgets. She is a finance manager. She's 
got some cool experiences with being able to travel and like work remote in Hawaii and just do different things like that. And so we talk a lot about women going for opportunities and then marriage finances, which can be applied to marriage or individuals on how to budget and start saving and how to combine your finances, um, which is awesome to hear about because that's a big pain point for a lot of couples. And then she also gives great advice about saving for the holidays and trips and just how to set up your finances so that you can be really smart when investing over your lifetime and and just kind of how to get in the know when it comes to investing and and uh, what's the word I'm thinking of building your wealth <laughs> over time and her episode every time I talk to Rachel I'm like oh my gosh I'm a changed woman I can do this but the thing I really liked about her episode was she kind of at the end I think said that basically like all the credit card um, finance, banking, those type of institutions benefits from people not having a good understanding of finances and how to manage their budgets and and not really like owning their financial situations. And so she, I just like really like how it's this knowledge is power, good feeling type of episode. And I really, what she shared, I'm like, I've since applied um, personally, like me and Jairus have approached our savings a little bit different, like, oh, we could categorize it this way and that will be more exciting and motivating. And and um, anyways, so it's a great episode and I think it's awesome as you're setting New Year's goals, honestly, even before New Year's because a lot of people are spending money right now um, online. So as you holiday shop, it's like a great episode to keep in mind and kind of help you get a grip and and actually be intentional about what you're spending. But it's also good for the new year as you set goals and financial um, milestones that you want to reach throughout this year. Episode eight was with Jessica from Moderna and Co. She is my sister-in-law, so we have a fun dynamic. And then together we talked about building our businesses from scratch. We talked about what platforms we use, which is great if you want to start a business creative or e-commerce or any type of business really. But yeah, we both shared platforms that work really well for us and and we talk a little bit about cultivating your talents and recognizing how your talents can be used for good and recognizing how you can monetize your talents, even if it seems like, oh, this isn't applicable to anything. So I like that episode. I love Jessica. It was a good one. And then we also shared our favorite businesses that you guys can shop for the holidays, and we put links in the show notes. And Jessica added some codes for her shop as well. So that one's a good one because it gives you some gifting ideas as you are moving into, like I said, purchasing for the holidays and kind of doing that type of thing. So episode nine last week was reading your guys' crazy holiday stories. That one kind of follows the same vibe as episode four, which is the spooky stories. And that one's just fun because it's just reading these crazy stories and things that happen to people. It's also one of my favorite parts of that one was reading the traditions people have because everyone does stuff differently. And I love hearing like what different families do for the holidays. But then there was also some good advice about <laughs> good advice. I gave the advice. So I'm just like calling my advice good. But um, there was some thoughtful advice on setting boundaries and how you can be better about setting boundaries when it comes to your in-laws or family, grandparents, whoever also works on friends or coworkers. Same advice kind of applies wherever it's needed. But yeah, it's a good like Christmas stories, traditions, 
worst experiences, but also how to set boundaries and make the most of like the holiday season. It's a good one for obviously Christmas is coming up in like two weeks. And then that leaves us to episode 10. So that's what this episode is. And like I said, I just wanted to recap kind of what we've covered this season and kind of how you can make stuff applicable going into the new year and looking forward to future podcast episodes. So this this end part of the episode, I want to talk about values and kind of intentional living, goal setting, and just things that you can do to keep in your mind and in your thoughts as you as you lead like a fulfilled life and as you set goals for your new year. So we're going to start with kind of discussing kind of where this came about. So last year, uh, I think it was last end of January. So almost a year ago, I started taking, I started going to counseling therapy, whatever you want to call it. And I had two different therapists while I was in therapy. I guess maybe we could talk for a second about like therapy and the stigmas. It's kind of interesting because I have, I went on this like work trip with a bunch of girls like two like a year and a half ago I don't know how long ago it was but basically we're in Park City and we're at this dinner and we were all like talking and and I want to say there was like between eight and 12 women I don't remember but basically they got on the subject of therapy and I was in the minority of women who wasn't seeing any counselors or therapist services or anything like that and it was kind of interesting because I realized like there was definitely women there that like were in therapy because of traumatic experiences and working through childhood and stuff like that. But for, I would say probably the majority of them, it was more so just maintaining like good mental health and having a resource in their life and a support system, a person in their life who was being supportive and just helping them feel empowered and, and work through different situations that came up. And I really liked it. Like I was like, oh, that's cool. It definitely had me thinking about like reasons I should go or would consider going and and I mean I think I I had always like wanted to go since my parents divorced because we didn't do any sort of counseling or anything after that and I definitely had things to work out from there but you know it did and it was really helpful once I did start going to counseling but basically I started counseling like in January of last year and I don't think I would have survived the um like I was having, I was in a very like hard place. Um, and I think that I've been able to like learn a lot about myself, but I think there was a huge value for me with putting to rest some of the struggles and challenges and traumatic things that I feel like um, kind of went through with my family dynamics and, and that are just kind of default experiences when you are <laughs> just when your family is facing some of the challenges that my family faced. So um, I think there's a huge value in that. And I think for me, like it did just having that like third party be able to just like listen and give professional insight and just having that format to express myself really allowed me to like have peace with some of these things that happened. But I also really learned a lot about myself and just things that are super insightful that can help me to have better like I said, to have a better grip on myself and just be able to navigate things and not be so impacted by difficult things and whatever. So over the course of my therapy, I met with two different people. One girl was just doing her internship. She was like probably in her 40s and still awesome to work with. And then the next lady um, 
was a little bit older, but she had been doing counseling for a long time. Like it's been her career for a while. So it was awesome to have like different perspectives and to just kind of like, like I said, have two different perspectives and be able to get insight and, and focus on different things. My first counselor, we definitely focused more on like the traumatic stuff built, like moving on from that and learning how to adapt better and attachment style and just some of that kind of thing. But then the second part of my like experience with therapy with the second counselor was more so like values, just like knowing how to navigate things in my life. I feel like I'm not making sense, but that's fine. (laughs) Anyway, so the second counselor gave me a lot of homework and it was good. And one of my favorite exercises that we did was called like a values it's just like a values exercise I call it my my compass (laughs) and kind of how it works is you have this big list of words that are values and you you take the 10 that stick out to you the most and you make a list out of those 10 from that 10 you're going to choose four that are the most important to you and those become your most your four most essential values And things to explore while you do this are how do those words make you feel? What have you learned about yourself from those four values? How are those values expressed in your life already? Which values still need to be expressed in some way? That part of the exercise is super important for me because it helped me realize like, okay, these things are extremely important to me, to my core, but I express them in this way, like they're being expressed in these ways, but then these things are not really being expressed and that's why I'm not being fulfilled in certain aspects of my life. And then because they are or are not being fulfilled, I'm being influenced through my actions. Like I might be acting out because something's not being fulfilled or I might be really satisfied, happy, content in a different aspect because that value is being fulfilled. So so yeah, it's just a really helpful exercise to go through and it really helps you to kind of take charge of what you can change and actually be um observant and intentional about like what in your life could be different something some other questions that you kind of can ask yourself are how would your life be different if these values were expressed more in your life how might your life need to change in order to express those things what do you need to add or remove what changes might need to be considered and then you can narrow it down to like three big life changes so i want to read from the list of common values they're seriously like 100 i bet you could look up like you could probably google just like list of values or list of common values or um kind of get this like big list in front of you and then you'll read through it and you'll like start picking out those 10 and so these are not my 10 I'm just going to read a few that are on here so abundance achievement adventure awareness calm capable content control courage decisiveness danger education ecological awareness discerning Excellence, excitement, fame, family, freedom, friendship, growth, health, influence, intellectual status, humor, honesty, laughter, um, meaningful work, merit, money, nature, passion, pleasure, physical challenge, power and authority, privacy, public service, purity, religion, reputation, romance, security, self-compassion, self-worth, sensitivity. So there's a ton of words here. Um, those are just a few. Um that took like 30 seconds to read but basically is you would read that list and then like I said you take 10 and then from the 10 those are things that are important to you 
and you can like kind of recognize like oh like these are things that I love or are important to me but then from that list of 10 you want to pick four that that really like sticks to your core and so um so what you can do is I'll use I'll I'll share mine I guess I didn't really want to but I will because it might help like people visualize how they could set it up when they do this exercise but so mine are spirituality and integrity creativity actually not creativity so mine are spirituality exploration integrity and (laughs) so i'm going to share mine for the purpose of being able to like help you visualize these could totally change at different points in mine or your life like when you set your values, it's good to just evaluate them frequently, like maybe once a year or something to help you kind of know if something has changed. So for me, it's spirituality, connection, exploration, and integrity. And kind of how I, what I do is I write it like a compass. So I have like spirituality at the top, and then I'll put, a lot of times I put exploration at the at the south, and then I'll do like integrity and connection at, um, east-west. And what you can do is you can like, so when I've had moments where I feel like not fulfilled, I will, I will write that little like compass on the paper. And then I can, I will write bullet points of maybe like four bullets of how they, how the spirituality is being fulfilled and then maybe how it's not. And then I'll do that for each word. And it helps me to really identify like, oh, this is being super fulfilled right now. This value is being really expressed, but this one isn't. So I think like, for example, like with the exploration, like things that might go in that for me are travel and going out in nature and exploring or creativity is like part of that, like reading different books, documentaries, meeting new people, trying new restaurants, like my business, like doing designing with flowers, just being really creative with different artistic mediums or yeah. So that's like an example of like the exploration. So I'm able to recognize a lot like how that is or isn't being fulfilled. Like, oh, I'm like really creative and I create a lot of projects and flowers and stuff like that. But maybe I'm not traveling as much as I want to be or should be. Or with connection, I had told my sister-in-law, I was like my, or Jessica, she's on the episode. Go listen to podcast episode number eight if you want to hear more from Jessica but (laughs) just a plug for that but Jessica and I were talking and I was like I feel like my connection has been super high this last 10 weeks because of the podcast like I've been really diving in deep with people about these meaningful topics and though even though like COVID's like a thing right now and I haven't really been able to actually see my friends as much I have been like I've been calling these people that I'm doing interviews with to prepare for the interviews and then to actually have the interview. And so we've spent like a good amount of time talking and being on the phone and and whatever. And then we're also talking about things that feel really meaningful and deep. And and so my connection like value has been through the roof because I've been connecting really deeply with um, these different guests and people. And, and so it's kind of cool like to see how this just like one format can really elevate that value but then but then yeah like when other things don't feel expressed or I'm like oh I'm not feeling fulfilled it's like well probably because I didn't do this or this and so it's just cool because it can help you 
identify like if you're satisfied or how you can better meet your needs as a person. And it was cool because Jairus, he had his own counseling and they did a similar exercise and we were able to share like, oh, we have different core values, but there are they are things that we both value, but it's like our core values are different. And so it's cool to see like how we can help each other feel more fulfilled by maybe planning dates that like make one or the other person feel fulfilled or I don't know, like it was just cool and helped us feel like more connected and on the same page, which is a big deal to me, but not so much to Jairus. <laughs> um, because connection is one of my four core values. <laughs> but but anyways, point is, it's a good exercise and it's helpful as you set goals, as you set intentions. And yeah, it just, like I said, it helped me. So I wanted to share it with you guys. Hopefully you can find good use out of it as well. And I think it was cool too, because there were so many exercises like that in my time with doing counseling. And um, I think kind of just going back to that idea of like stigmas where certain generations have a lot of stigma surrounding counseling and oh, only people that are mentally ill go to a therapist or, oh, you know, I think it's just there's different stigmas, but really, like, I I think it's cool to see how this younger generation, millennials, Gen Z, whatever, or just maybe this societal shift right now in people being supportive of, like, mental health services and being being just kind of promoters of, like, no, like you don't have to have mental health problems to be seeing someone. Honestly, it's awesome to just have someone in your life who who you can pay to talk to. <laughs> but basically someone who is very emotionally invested and present when you are sharing with them. And they and you don't have to have some of the worries that you do when you are just dealing with normal relationships, like people getting offended or people um, maybe sharing things you don't want shared like it just it's just kind of it's a good thing for you so if you if you are wanting to see someone but you hold stigmas around it just let them go and um, and allow yourself to try it out and see if if it's helpful for you and I think like for me personally I, I was able to take so many um, homework activities whatever you want to call them that can be applied to various situations like later in my life like each week there would there was a new assignment and so um this core values assignment was just one of the many uh, that I did over the course of the year that has been able to help me even though I'm not seeing someone like actively right now it's still able to help me identify like how I can improve and be more fulfilled in my life which I love and I think is really helpful another thing that's kind of cool with goal setting is I like every year I like to pick a word. I started doing this probably like three or four years ago. And this year my year my word was investment and really investing in myself and so like my well-being, my health, but also like finances and my future. And I feel like I really was able to do that. Like going to counseling really helped me do that. And then I graduated college and really put a lot into my education this year, which is awesome. And and our finances being able to um, progress in some of the ways that we wanted and just work towards different things. Like it's been cool to see that kind of come in abundance this year, even though there's been a lot of challenges. Um, that intention and that, that intentional word has still been in the back of my mind the whole year of like, this is what this is what kind of I'm setting in, intentions around. 
I think the year before it was boundaries and I can't remember the year before that, but it was a good one. Oh, it was acceptance, like acceptance, then boundaries, then investment. And I think there might've been one other year, but I can't remember for sure. I've thought about getting like a necklace. I don't know if people have heard of this, but made by Mary's like this cute necklace company. And I've thought about getting like the word printed on a little like disc necklace for the year and like having that be my word of the year. But but yeah, so picking a word is like another thing that's kind of cool as you goal set, like have something in mind of like, what can I focus on this year and center some of my actions in my life around. But yeah, so look forward to hearing how you guys set goals. I'd love to hear if anyone does the values ex- exercise. I'd love to hear what like compass, what your compass of values is and if that exercise was helpful for you even if you don't want to tell me what your values are even though I just told you and opened up my secrets to you just kidding I don't really care but if you do share them with me I'd love to hear and I'd love to hear even if it's just helpful for you as well as if you pick a word I'd love to hear what your words are maybe we'll do something on Instagram so you can tell me what your word is after you listen to this episode okay and before we wrap up for the next few weeks I hope I come back I don't know if I will for sure but I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how I feel. I don't want to set expectations on myself, but I want to leave you with a couple quotes that I like to think about and just inspiration, positive, high note that you can be kind of thinking about as you set goals, as you think about your values and your word for the year. So this one I like, it says a girl who's going to do big things can't let small things get to her. I love that because I think it reminds me I'm someone who like is super observant and analyzes the little things I'm detail oriented and so sometimes that quotes a good reminder of like don't sweat the small stuff that's what my mom used to say all the time growing up she probably could see that I sweat the small stuff and so she's like that's probably why she said that so much to me but um this one I like and Darius really likes it goes you need three hobbies one to keep you creative one to make you money and one to keep you in shape and I totally agree and I feel like I yeah it helps me to really feel fulfilled to know like okay this is my creative hobby this is how I can monetize things and this is keeping me healthy and in shape this one is from a podcast I listen I like to listen to it's called what we said and JC and Chelsea on it always say nothing changes if nothing changes I like that one I've listened to their podcast for a couple years so that one kind of comes up every once in a while and it's something that does stick in my mind so I'm like okay if I'm if I want something to change I have to change um whatever it is that would make the change (laughs) and so yeah I like that one nothing changes if nothing changes this is another one that I think about a lot when I am like giving myself a hard time for not maybe upkeeping like if my business was at a certain point and then maybe it like goes down a little bit I I can be hard on myself or if I'm like oh I'm super in shape but now I'm not or um whatever or if I am thriving and I'm like looking back at myself like ha that was such a bad time. I try to remind myself that there's a season for everything and some seasons are for growing, some are for planting and some are for pruning. And so it's just kind of a good reminder, like like autumn is a different season than spring and we can find good in each season, but we shouldn't really compare them too much um, because in one season things are dying and in the other they're blooming and sprouting out of the ground. So this is kind of another one that goes with the plant theme. It says the grass is greener where you water it. (laughs) And that's just a good comparison one. Like, yeah, just the grass is greener where you water it. So these are two quotes that 
I like to use when I'm feeling either not motivated or fearful or anxious about like doing something. So this one says, if it takes less than two minutes, do it right now. And I tell myself that all the time. Like, I'm like, I don't want to make my bed. Well, I'm like, okay, well, if it takes less than two minutes, just go, just start making it. And then the other is like, if I'm calling someone, I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, like if I have an errand that requires me to call like the bank or something stupid that I don't want to do, I'll just be like, okay, it's going to take less than two minutes. Just like go pay that bill or just, you know, go wash that dish really quick or put that thing away. So that's like a good one to just motivate yourself. And and then this one is five, four, three, two, one. And basically that's like if you're feeling nervous about something, just start counting down and walking as you like go do the thing and it'll help you really just like make the thing happen. So that one's a good one, I think, in like social situations because I definitely am like consider myself a little bit more shy in like bigger groups. And so sometimes it's just like scary like to go talk to new people or to ask for things or I don't know start the conversation so it's like oh just five four three two one start like as you're walking over to the person just counting down or or when I don't want to get up in the morning sometimes I'll do that like I'll just be like really tired and I'll just be like five four three two one and I'll be like sitting up as I hit three to force myself to get up before I hit one this one I'm pretty into like the minimalism and just like simple living that's been kind of a thing that I've liked for a couple years basically since I left home And so this one is minimalism is not about what you own, but why you own it. And I, I think like our approach to stuff is really simple, except when I pack for trips, I don't know what my deal is. I think it's like my mom. She, anyways, that's a whole set note, but um, basically when I pack for trips, I'm not a minimalist, but when I just like our normal home and stuff, there's not like a lot to it. And so I think it's just, it's just like nice, like the less stuff you have, the less you have to take care of and worry about the less you have to clean up and I don't know like there's just something nice about not being super focused on like having every wall filled with things or my closet's really simple it's easier for me to get dressed if I don't have as many options same thing goes for food like it's just easier to figure out what to make if you don't have as many things in your pantry to have to figure out and what to choose from but yeah, just being like really intentional. Go watch Marie Kondo on Netflix if you need some more tips on how to organize, be minimalist, and not just be super into consumerism. This one is another one that I like when it comes to motivation and doing things you don't want to do. It goes, it isn't motivation that creates change, it's self-discipline. So like at some point we all feel motivated, but that motivation wears away. And then it's like, oh, I just don't have motivation. Well, it's like we need to foster self-discipline in ourselves and habits and routines and just being really self-disciplined about whatever it is that you're working on whatever goals and routines that you're trying to implement I like that one a lot and then this one says if it comes let it if it goes let it that one's just kind of like just like let it go oh actually don't say that that's like frozen I hate that (laughs) just kind of let things be what's meant to be will be and if it's meant for you it'll happen like just kind of that mentality of trusting in god fate whatever higher power you might believe in and um i think that with that like letting things go i this is another thing i learned in my counseling my counselor the first girl i met with always would just like tell me like you care so much like you're so thoughtful you really care about people like all these things like in that type of context and 
she would say that because I really would stress out about different things like in my family and have I would burden a lot of the stuff that was going on and feel like a responsibility to solve things and um and um just at that time I would be very like impacted if different changes or things would happen and so she gave me this analogy that I like that's helpful also because I like interior design but she kind of just said so you have your house and you know this person in your family has this house and they have their you know everyone has their own house and basically the idea is that you're responsible for taking care of your house and mowing your own lawn and painting your walls and decorating your home but you're not responsible for what your neighbor does to their house you wouldn't go over to your neighbors and start like cleaning their floors and taking out their trash because it stinks and patching up the holes in their wall because you know like you would not do that um <laughs> you would probably get the police called on you if you did do that and so she kind of just explained like you need to approach your relationships with a little bit more of that mentality of like you don't have to worry so much about what other people are doing in their homes like um and I liked it because it it's like you are guests in people's homes and you are more than welcome to be like invited and 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 carry relationships in that home but you don't have to be stressed about like I said if they don't take their trash out like that's not your concern and so you know unless someone has a baby and they need you to come clean their house or bring them a meal it's like that there's certain circumstances where yes people do need help taking care of their home for short periods of time but in general in your daily life you don't need to be so caught up in what your neighbor's doing with their house and so that's kind of that idea like I think that goes along with the if it comes let it if it goes let it like as changes happen and ebb and flow in your relationships in your life like just be willing to adapt and and just ride the waves a little bit I really like the house analogy I really like the core values activity and yeah I like all these quotes that I shared they kind of just stick in the back of my mind at different points and are helpful for me as I go through different stuff so Hopefully this has been kind of a good reflection, intentional setting episode for you and will help you to kind of think about what your goals are going to be next year. Think about how you can improve your life and also be fulfilled in your life and improving relationships around you. If you've followed along and listened this far, thanks so much. If you've listened to all of the episodes that I've posted, I'm so flattered and I appreciate you. And thanks for spending so many hours with me. Um, that's like roughly like 10 hours or something listening to me. And I think it's funny, like the people I listen to podcasts, I'm always like, I feel like we're good friends and I know them and all that stuff. So I'm here to tell you, don't be a stranger. If you listen, let me know and let's talk about what your favorite episode is. Talk about what you've learned. And yeah, I'd love to hear it. It won't be weird. So thanks so much. And if you have any guests you want me to have on, make sure to message me that too. But if you've enjoyed this season one of the Picked Podcast, make sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe and share with your friends. It'll help the podcast grow. It'll help me see that, yes, I should do a season two or no, let's take a break and a breather and just chill for a while. But um, yeah, thanks so much. Have a very Merry Christmas. Remember the reason for the season and be intentional as you set your goals for the new year. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Picked Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to share with your friends. If you want to follow along with us on Instagram, it's at Michaela Riley. And if you're feeling really nice, leave a rating and review on the podcast app.